What's up, y'all? Kofi Kingston here, and I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks, depending on what that drink is. Preferably non-alcoholic, you know? How's it going? The Celtic Warriors, James. Wardlow here. Soda. I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. Maple syrup. Bye-bye. I will never have a drink with wrestling on the rocks. Uh, let's talk raw, dude. Let's give a big old cheers to Fans First Sports Network for uh, hanging with us, drinking buddies. Uh, I had a scar last night, Clump. I was out with friends, yeah. and I finished. I finished my uh, Cuban Monte Cristo. How was it? It's pretty good, dude. It was really good. It was crazy. I I started it like months ago because my grandfather asked to have a Cuban before he died. He said, "There's I've always wanted to have a Cuban once in my life. I don't know how much time I have left. And I was like, well, Christ, dude, that's a... I guess it's on. So I went and I got <laughs> some Cubans and I went and I uh, had some with him and we didn't finish. And so, you know, cut it and saved it. And so it's been sitting there in the fucking, in its own little humidor pouch just with ash, right? Dude, I mean, I cut the best I could, but there's ash on the inside. So I was like, man, this thing might just be fucking harsh and rough for the rest of the go on it. Uh, but honestly, after like three or four draws, it was cleared up and it was smooth, even with the ash in there. Like it was not harsh. I let my buddies try it who were having cigars with me because they'd never had a Cuban and they couldn't believe how there was just no bite to it. And even when it was just been sitting around for like the way it has been, the fact there was no bite to it. Like it's fucking great, dude. Hell yeah. We gotta go smoking soon. We gotta, we, we gotta yes. share some sticks. We gotta put some sticks in our mouths. Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Just in time before we get into Ross says, uh, honestly would prefer to see the styles reigns match at rumble. And save the Orton Reigns match for Elimination Chamber in Perth. I just don't see. I cannot fathom a difference in this. This feels like two sides of the same coin. I don't see a reason to hold off on either one till the other one happens or not. Like it just feels like you do whichever one you want, whatever order. Is there a chance that you that Randy would lose at Rumble and then win at Mania? Think you could build it up like that? No, because it does. That, there's some potential stories there. Stories there, but it's not the story anybody wants. You can't have Randy get to Rumble, get to Mania to take the title off of Roman while Cody right. has to do what? Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because right. Cody you doesn't can... really have anything to do. Maybe that's yep. the meat. Maybe that's the meat. Maybe Randy does win at Royal Rumble. Cody wins back to back, and he goes, "Randy, I'm fucking coming for you." Exactly. That that's might be I mean. it. That's what I'm saying. You could do a Cody back then, to back. Yeah. 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 And then Although you have I, the whole CM Punk thing inside the elimination chamber at at Perth. You know, and he could be the number one contender for Seth at Mania from there, you know. I could see that. I don't know. I was just thinking that I mean, I keep thinking everyone keeps saying Cody winning back to back, but I my gut just tells me that he won't win back to back that they'll have him win the elimination chamber and have 
whoever else is meant to go on to the next thing to to do the the rumble. But you might be right. It might be. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I think eh, this is what's bothering me so much because that, that's why I asked about Randy at Mania. I think if Randy loses at Royal Rumble, you waste the opportunity for this brilliant idea. You know, yeah. it's going to take a lot to get the legend killer to get another shot at the legend. You know what I mean? Yes. He's got to beat the legend first shot. And if yeah. he doesn't do it at Rumble, then you can't really go back to it until he beats a different legend. Yeah. So that's how I like think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, we'll see how it plays like, out, man. Check, check, check. Sibilus. 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 Uh, let's see. Our truth though. They did start the show with judgment day and our truth coming out there, talking his shit to JD Funko pop. And, uh, they had a fucking miracle on 34th street match, dude. Like tell me what you think. But, um, I, uh, have long not been a fan of the miracle on 34th street matches. Uh, I usually There's don't no like miracle. them at all. There's no miracle. It's corny. They usually do something particularly dumb in it i think the funniest spot ever was when cena used to unwrap the presents and find chairs and stuff <laughs> but this one i didn't actually have that big of a problem with i didn't feel like they i feel like for as goofy as they could have gotten because it was truth they stayed goofiness within the characters and not with the props and so i actually yeah. feel like it worked better than most dude it's it's to what clump said on episode one jd mcdonough is awesome you know what I mean? Like there's mm. what what he him and truth and truth is too, but like this again is where you're not watching McDonough, you're watching truth, and it's like truth looks fucking amazing here. Part of that is that JD McDonough is working his ass off. Yeah. And yeah, the whole yeah, the match was incredible. Like it was it was so fucking it was one of the best raw matches we've seen in a while that we weren't expecting, you know. And our truth making Damian Priest break in the minute in the beginning was amazing. Like it's just it, we didn't deserve it. Let's put it that way. To your point, yeah. you know, Miracle on the Forty Street fight, whatever the fuck. Um, yeah, we didn't deserve it. It was so awesome. I do you think he made Priest break? Because here's the thing: I love Truth, but I was watching everyone in the Judgment Day, and they were waiting to break. It didn't look like they even try not to break. So does it count yeah. if they're just all like? It's true. We got a giggle. Exactly. I think I think the gimmick is now that he makes people break, so everyone wants to break to be part of his gimmick. I think Damian Priest is doing his best to look as professional as possible. I think I'm giving him more credit than maybe he's going for, but there's there's something to Damian Priest's character that he doesn't it I don't perceive his character wanting to be made a fool of. So he's mm -hmm. trying not to be made a fool of, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's that's what that's how I felt. But he couldn't help it. That's how I felt with this time. All right. Well, what do you think of uh, McDonough and uh, our truth? It was a like you guys said, a good surprise. It was probably the best miracle in Thirty Fourth Street match. I liked the the way he ended. I thought that was great. Um, yeah. I, I I like truth. Truth's great truth in this the only thing i don't like with this with truth is i feel like it takes away from uh judgment day a bit uh, yeah 
That's what I was thinking too. How, but I do think that, that we're really building for JD McDonough to be the new Dolph Ziggler. Yes. Like, I think he's. Dude can work his ass off. Yeah. And he's believable, even if he's not the same size as everybody else. He's believable, and people get behind the thing. Dude, people were cha- like, <laughs> the crowd was fucking into it. And that was cool to see too, you know. Am I missing something here? What's this? Let me see. Uh, but moving along, because that was that. Nia Jackson, Becky Lynch, has this helped? Did this promo get anybody else closer to there? Nope. Couldn't give him more of a fuck. I, no, it's still it's still Nia saying that Becky needs it more than Nia does. And it's not, yeah, it's just not adding any meat to the story. No, and I mean, to be honest, I feel like that it devalues Becky at this point. If Nia keeps saying, you need to beat me, and Becky's all like, no, but I guess I'll have to. It's like, okay, so then you do. Like, I thought yeah, it was. you do need to beat me. Yeah, because I thought it was bigger of Becky to just say, like, you're not even worth my time. I'm just going to go be this this icon now. So, yeah, I, I wasn't feeling it. And I just didn't know if it was just me. But I feel like with as, as big a star and with as amazing as Becky is, she's been really straddled with shit for a year, dude. Since the Bianca it's, story, yeah. It's kind of surprising how bad it's gone. The best thing she's done in over a year was, uh, I mean, she did the Bianca story, which is great. But then after that, she was doing all the terrible tag stuff. The legend stuff was terrible. The only thing she's done in the whole year that I thought was fucking solid was her work in NXT. And that wasn't even a story. It was just just her having good matches. Yeah, Yeah, just her having good matches with younger talent. It's just matches, yeah. It's a bummer, dude. She's like too good to be in this position. Absolutely. Uh, anybody have anything to say about Gunther and the Miz? Crowd was chanting, "This is awesome," and I don't know why. Dude, I don't. Yeah, I, I get it. You, you're not a fan of Miz, but his two matches with Gunther are really fucking good. They're really yeah. Fucking they good. were. It was a solid <laughs> ass match. Yeah, this one on Monday, the one I dude, I got faked out. I got faked out. I thought I did. <laughs> they had me on the rope. I was like, ah. Yeah, during a mismatch, I was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, so stupid." Just yeah. stupid. I get worked, man. I sit down, I get worked, and I love it. Yeah, Gunther hits the power bomb the first time, and the Miz kicked out. I was like, "What? What? Skull crushing finale from the second rope? Kick out? Mm-hmm. What? Hurting his hand, making what? it making it feel like he's a hurt guy." Dude, that was the thing, too. Telling the story of the hand. That's, again, shit we don't see in matches, right? They worked the hand the entire match. It was great. It's great. Shouts to the Miz. Two things on Justin real quick. He says, completely understand that Becky and I have a competent story behind the feud, but really just so much disinterest in the whole thing. And I think also because of how it was handled at the time. You know what I mean? Like, realistically... I think we're all just interested because we were taught pretty early on to not want this. And now they're trying to like, convince us to want this. It was it was a story made out of a fuck up. And five years not later. A great fuck up. Yeah. 
if you weren't going to do it then, you don't do it now. That's how I feel about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a statute I mean, of limitations on my give a shit. Go ahead, Clem. I'm still stuck on I. I could go without Nia Jax in this promotion period. Like, their behavior, their actions, their attitude outside of here, their stuff with COVID, like, they can go fuck off. So them getting, like, a main event spot again, it's just like... And you have other talent that fill the role better than they do. It's true. Like, if you're going to say, like, this is a this is a powerhouse and a person that doesn't look like your average person, Piper Niven. Yeah. If right. you're going to say this is a... Uh, you know, uh, part of the the legacy of the rock, fucking Tamina, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. And and look, even where the club, I agree, but I also uh tend to not harp on everyone else's personal weaknesses that I agree with you on, in the sense that if you can overcome those takes with absolutely flawlessness on tv bring it but Nia's not even she's doing not. that yeah that's no. the thing she's not even presenting something where it goes okay this is what i see on tv bang you know what hey logan paul that he has zero to me he has zero redeeming qualities outside of wwe when i watch stuff like, except for his his workout like motherfucker works hard so shouts yeah. but like his personality demeanor his content the you know all that stuff i'm like dude i really just not my guy on tv hey you know, Logan Paul, you got it, man. You're WWE Hall of Famer. He's that yeah. fucking good. And because Nia doesn't bring that level to to what she's doing, it's a lot easier to just write her off. And that's, you know, same with CM Punk in that essence. Like, he's got equity from years ago for half the, half the watchers. But now it's like, dude, you got to bring it. If you don't bring it, I'm just not going to be interested. Yeah. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. Uh, speaking of Punk, Justin Time said, you better your better bet would have been – have Punk win the Rumble, Roman retains mm. at both Rumble and Elimination Chamber, and have Cody win a cross-branded Chamber match consisting of all former Roman opponents. Fuck so the here. the best of second place gets to face yeah. Roman one more time. Just get the fuck yeah. out of here with that. Okay. Thing is, is, I'm gonna have a hard. <laughs> He got cocky from having that great take earlier. Yeah. He thought he was invincible. <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to keep shooting. <laughs> I don't miss. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, my, I do. I will. It's not a bad idea. Though. It's not a bad idea. It's just everyone's always lost to Roman. So the, even who wins, yeah. it's like, well, you already lost to him. So, yeah, it's not impossible. Like, I don't think the idea is an impossible idea. I just. I don't know. I just want some. I just I want something at this point. I want a holy shit, and that just feels like status quo. And status quo right now is very good. They're doing really good. They're batting high right now. They're stoned when they bat. Uh -huh. So, see, Clump knows I like all the balls. I'm here for the balls. Ball. I went to a baseball game not that long ago, and I wore a hat that just said balls. So I came. Uh, I just want something that's, that's, that feels more holy shit than just like, yeah, that's pretty solid. You know what I mean? At this I point with that. Roman, let's do something. You know? Let's window to the wall, skeet on his draws. Right? Down these bitches crawl. 
motherfucker. <laughs> Clump with the layup. Love it. Uh, <laughs> oh, that you. Goddamn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that's actually Clump's entrance. Uh, Justin says, I was generally impressed with Miz's performance on Monday, but that just shows everyone how incredible Gunther truly is. I'm just going to let that one lie. It's fair. That's why Gunther I mean, should have won the Rumble last year. Is that holy shit? You know? I think a lot of people... I mean, I think that's why people wanted him to win because we were all suddenly on the edge of our seats in a, in a moment where he said, this could blow our minds. Mm-hmm. And then when Cody won, we all went, that was probably the right move. But we all knew that if Gunther I don't know who won, this we is. <laughs> you know, we. It would have been the right move if Cody took the fucking belt off Roman. Then it'd be like, yeah, that was a good idea. That was good booking. Well, that's but no. It's because we were disillusioned to believe that it was going to happen. We said, this is the right move. This is smart because Cody will win now and it'll make sense to everybody and be perfect for always. It is perfect for always. Son of a bitch. Uh, Cody Rhodes and Shinsuke Nakamura battling through the arena. As uh, Nakamura insulted uh, <laughs> the American Nightmare Before Christmas. Love I didn't that. hate it as much as I probably could have hated it. <laughs> <laughs> this this could have been actually, shitty, right? <laughs> this could have been very shitty. It was actually, to me, pretty reminiscent of uh, Samoa Joe and AJ Styles. Him doing his little... Let me read you a little night night. Thing? Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the night night. Uh, Remember when I gave Wendy the double bacon cheeseburger? (laughs) (laughs) Justin says, if Punk never came back, Gunther should have been a shoe into the one Rumble this year. I mean, that's possible, too. I just don't see... I think people have, before we get too much into Nakamura, because we're still in Gunther, yes, he's amazing. Yes, he's unbeatable. He's not on Roman's level. No. Right. Right. And I think that if you put him in a match, even if he wins the Rumble against Roman, it is very much Roman against the Intercontinental Champion. Even if even if you did some weird dumb shit where Gunther has to give up the title to get into the match or some shit, he's still the guy who's the top of the mid card. And he needs to get away from that until he is more than that. He's made the IC title mean more than it has in quite a long time. Mm-hmm. But that's still below the other titles. So, yeah. I'll get there, but I just don't think he's there. Uh, do you guys have anything to say about the Nakamura Cody stuff? I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised on how, how well it continues to go because there's nothing there, right? They're making something out of nothing. Yeah. And it still continues to be like, oh, this is, this is fucking good. This is fucking good. So, I like it. Clump, what do you think about this this Shinsuke? It's decent, though. I wonder, like, what is this going to lead to? Where's the blow-off going to be? Is this going to be a blow-off in the Rumble? Or, you know, what's going to happen here? Because I feel like there's a lot of other... Like, I feel like the further you stray Cody away from finishing the story, the less the story fucking matters something about it seems off, right? Like if it meant so much to him, why is he just fucking around over here? Exactly. I, I 98% agree. The 2% where I disagree is I think his story has elevated him to a main eventer. So the Mm -hmm. accomplishment of the story isn't as important as 
having the story. The story, like his story is his title, right? So as long as he has the story to build to, he's always going to feel like a main eventer. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like that's there. So yeah. Yeah, he hasn't quite taken it. But to your point, just like the Roman character, that could wear thin. That could wear yeah. thin. So I was thinking about it too when, when Mars was talking. When do they have the match? Cody's already said he's going in a rumble. Are they going to have a match on mm-hmm. a on a pay per view or Raw? Uh, you know, like where where is this going to blow off? Because they're putting some some effort behind it with the vignettes and the production for Nakamura and the you know with the mist and the 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 heaviness in which Nakamura is coming for Cody. It's a pay per view fight feel. Well, the ones coming up, we don't have time for that because if Cody doesn't win the Rumble or if he does. When's he going to have a one-on-one match with Nakamura without trying to get that title match at Mania? To your point, yeah. I bet you. I bet you it's day one, day one, January first. Uh, I think they said that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yep. That's what I would believe that they're going to do the payoff because they're trying to make that episode of Raw a pay-per-view feel. Yeah, and so right. I bet you that's one of the things they Good do call. there. I think um, they did announce that too. I don't always listen. Uh, Katana Chans and Caden Carter capturing the women's tag team titles from Piper Niven and Chelsea Green. I thought this was great, dude. I've been saying for a while in NXT that those women are an incredible team and should be on the main roster as champions. Chelsea Green, I love everything she's tried to do with it, but it's been snake bit from the start. And at a certain point, cut bait, let your character uh-huh. do the talking, get away from the titles, and just let's reestablish these titles as meaning something and not that. Chelsea Green didn't bring anything to it, but she was alone because she had three fucking partners in three months. And so it started to make the title seem very fucking weird. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, so I was really happy with this. What do you think of the match itself? It was solid. Yeah. It was solid. And I was surprised because like I've been saying that, you know, they went from, you know, 70% character in wrestling and 30%, you know, uh, uh, in the back or commentary work with Chelsea to like 90% commentary and character work in 10% wrestling. And it, it was becoming off putting. So mm-hmm. them being in the match and losing the titles, I thought was great. I've always loved Caden and Katana uh, all the way back to the Casey days shouts to us. Oh, geez. Um, you know, hopefully it's a good thing. Hopefully it's a good thing. Cause they're, they're kind of like the Creed brothers to me, the more they wrestle, the better they look. The less they yeah. wrestle, the not so good they look. So they got to keep going. Just keep mm-hmm. them on TV, and we'll we'll see some really fun stuff. I love that they do tandem offense all the time too, which they're is tandem. you know yeah, it's top notch. They're the they're yeah. one of the best women's tag teams in the world right now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, I think it was a decent match. I think it need, the belts need to go on like a more dynamic pair, and I think mm-hmm. uh, it's a good call that. Yeah, uh, they need, the belt needs some weight behind them, and I think this year's been really rough for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so this could this could be good. These are two people we've seen in and out working week after week that look really good. So I think that'll be good. I think seeing more competition for will be awesome. I mean, even having Piper and Niven and Chelsea Green want to take it back, it's it's competitive, mm-hmm. you know. I think Katana and Caden have very like infectious personalities too. Like I think the charisma is there that you just got to give them the reason to be on TV, you know, cause I think they'll yeah. win over fans. Yeah. I think we're, we're all still waiting 
for the the women's tag titles to to stay where they are, right? Yeah. They don't have to shoot them up, and they don't. Please don't fucking drop them down anymore. But now that they've been getting this TV play this whole time, bring back you know Isla and Alba, you know the Kabuki Warriors doing their thing, you know whoever Natty feels like tagging with this week, Shotzi and Knox bring that back together, like you know, build this division again and have the matches. Even if building the division is just having matches every week, just a match, just one one women's tag match every week keeps the, the tag division on TV with something yeah. to do. And maybe the yeah. champs wrestle every other week, right? One week on commentary, next week in a match. One week on commentary, next week in a match. Now you got six, or you got you know, six women, three tag teams on TV at all times. It's easy enough, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We don't have too much left going on in Raw. So we got uh, Ivar defeated Tozawa. That was cut from Hulu. Can't imagine that was anything different than I'm imagining it was. It was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> but well, I mean, if you're guessing, you know, that Tozawa looked great and Ivar won, then yeah. 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 I mean, it wasn't. I tell you, the one thing that surprised me, it wasn't all goofy Tozawa. It was, yeah. he was serious enough to have a, you know, a really, really good match without much comedy. He's incredible. He's oh, of very, course. Yeah, 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 yeah. His NXT uh, stuff he did, like the heritage chop he did uh, a couple so weeks good. ago, it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, Drew McIntyre injured Seth Rollins. What the fuck is this? I didn't catch the injury angle of it all, but he says they injured him in a brutal confrontation. Did you catch their injury concept of it? I thought they just had a little dumb yeah. fight. Yeah, I, I didn't feel it that way. Um, I'm also so disinterested in, in McIntyre. The more he talked, the worse he was getting. Because there was a moment there where I was like, okay, this is pretty decent. And then after a certain while, it's all like, you're definitely crying to yourself. Yeah. Like, I don't feel bad for you, dude. Like, and I, I, my favorite part about the irony that he, in character at the very least, doesn't like CM Punk is hysterical to me because I don't see them as largely different. Both of them largely think they deserve more than whatever they're given, no matter what they're given. You know, like that's kind of like the crux of both their backstories is I deserve everything. And you're fucking up if you don't have me on top all the time. And you go, okay, well, what are you bringing to the table? Me. Okay. Well, have any ideas? I win all the time (laughs) and be on top. It's like, what the fuck? And then no matter, and then they do it. And at the end of it, you're like, yeah, but couldn't, I, I should I should be better. That should be better when I'm always winning. You're like, what the fuck is this, dude? Like, so yeah, I didn't love it. I'm not excited about this match. I don't feel like having a rematch here. But I guess they need to do something for day one, huh? That seems to be the crux of it. Yeah. Uh, Uso defeated Kaiser. Uh, Santa Claus Kofi Kingston was funny, and then you had Judgment Day defeating the Creed brothers to retain the undisputed. WWE tag team titles. I don't know. To me, like the show kind of like wound down. Yeah, it yeah. felt like it started high and then kind of just ended. Yeah. It's funny because it, it felt like it peaked at the women's tag match because of the title change. It's exactly where it and peaked it, to me. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> which is which is really odd. And that's no offense. We just talked about how much we love them, right? So yeah. no offense to them, but that's not a spot where you think the show is gonna peak. Um <laughs> excuse me and i think that's where i was i was getting i was working myself up for the creeds to take the titles off of judgment mm-hmm. day because the match was moving that fantastic 
And yeah. we talked about this, I believe, on episode one. You know, Mick Foley used to say that no matter what, he would always at least wiggle his foot after a match on a, after a three count to show that he still had some fight left. Yeah. And for Julius to to kick out after three, I thought was great. You know, it showed that the next time they wrestled, the fucking Creeds can really pull this one out. So I thought the match built really, really well for the Creeds to win. And they went with Judgment Day this time. Yeah, I'm always back and forth on the kick out at three. The three then kick out. I think that depending on who's doing it and how often, sometimes it just buries the finish. You know what I mean? Like, I don't remember the move that finished him. Was it the crossroads thing that Damian Priest does or the Razor's Edge? Or I know, I actually don't know. I actually don't yeah, remember I don't, either. I don't remember. But like, let's say it was the coup de gras, and then one, <laughs> two, three kick out kind of buries the coup de gras. Like, yeah. well, it was just a reach up of the arm to to show there was a little bit there of recognition to let go. Uh, and his shoulder didn't come off the, the mat either. So it was a reach up to kind of say I could have kicked out, but I could because oh. I was. Yeah, beat. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just the yeah. arm that came up and fell over okay. without lifting his shoulder up. So I hear you. Um, okay. It wasn't a full and they didn't have the full energy afterwards either. But it yeah. was at least the awareness that, like, hey, oh, I'm supposed to. I'm um, still fighting. You know, yeah, 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 still fighting. Yeah. 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 No, that's good then. Because I, I was, I didn't catch like a kick out of three, but I also like had to watch the end of this show twice because I was like, did it end already or did I miss something? Like, because it just kind of felt like it ended. But, um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I had a really good time with, with Raw and SmackDown. I mean, SmackDown more than Raw, if I'm honest. Uh, but I thought that, you know, we're kind of moving along on stuff. I do think it's interesting. It's another week without Punk. Punk seems to be on a week off a week. Uh, he wasn't on SmackDown or Raw. And then the week prior, he was on all of them. And then the week prior to that, he was on none of them. The week prior, he was on Raw. Like, this kind of every other week Punk thing, if nothing else, I think is probably smart because he does draw eyes, you know? Yes. That's, uh, That's about possible to deny. That's about it of it. Yeah, so it's not dumb, but I do think it's interesting because you're like, we have him back, we have him back full time. We'll see him half the time. Okay, well, whatever that means, I suppose. Uh, was there anything else going on in any of it, uh, Clump, that you wanted to make sure we talked about that we didn't hit? Because I kind of skimmed through some No, time. I'm good. Yeah. Bishop, anything over there that you thought we missed? Um, No. No, did you happen to catch the end of NXT? The, the ridge spot yeah, where ridge. he injures? Yeah. I don't. I don't love that they're doing that with Ridge because he's got a stigma and he even came back talking yeah. about it and he and he actually floundered a lot in his promo. He was really yeah. to get through it. And then to be like, and then we'll do a serious injury angle with him where he hurts some. I just didn't feel like That's it was not a good cool move. to do to that guy. Yeah. Did you see it, Clump? Clump? I didn't see NXT, but hearing that, that's I mean I, I imagine nobody felt worse other than Big E than Ridge about what happened. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, the way it, it would, I don't know, we don't have to get too far into it, but the, the way it looked to me, because again, love getting worked, but also this is such a tough thing to get worked on because like you want to care for these guys. Yeah. When I look back on it, I was like, did Dragunov have a fucking seizure before the suplex? Like, yeah, because even the way he was sitting in Ridge's arms, it looked like he went limp or some shit. And then Dragunov sold the arm up all crooked and shit. 
for like four minutes. It is really like really alarming. Like, okay, like at some point, I get it. Like when uh when Braun Breaker hit Von Wagner in the face with the steps, it was like, you know, like or no, uh, who was it? Fuck. That fell out the ring with the seizure and all that uh, a couple months ago. And they like had to come out and say, like, no, nah, man, I, I, I'm okay. Yeah, it was Von Wagner, I thought. There Ron was one right Von Wagner. In it. it was, but there was one actually before that um, where they did like the seizure by the steps. Oh. Uh, I forgot which yeah, I one that. Know. And they, they had to break kayfabe for it. I think it might have been in the, the Santos, Tony Diaz. I don't know. But anyway, like they had to be like, nah, man, like we're we're getting somewhere here. But anyway, um, it's always tough with stuff like that. Like when Paige faked it during the match, you know, it's like yeah. there's there's a level here where like, like, can you appreciate us for giving a shit about you guys? You know, because <laughs> mm-hmm. like they did the dragon off they did from the moment until they wheeled them out of the arena. You had to watch it the whole way to say like, hey, is this going to change at all? You know, like at least when a, a football player gets hurt, they put the thumbs up and they put the thumbs down. It's like, OK, we went from serious situation to this guy says he feels OK to let's move on to the next thing. They never yeah. let us know that Dragunov is just a little bit OK. And the fact that they didn't do that, it's like, fuck, man, like, did we just watch something serious? Because we've seen that before. Or is this just all the work like leaving that cliffhanger? If that's the question is, was this real or not? Like, I think that's a bad job. Yeah. Exactly. That, that there's there's a huge point to uh can you appreciate the fact we give a fuck? Yeah. Like injury angles aren't what they used to be because we've seen too many injuries happen in, in real time. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's not like a dude goes through a table and then he's in a fake cast for a couple of months off TV for three months, you know, like we watched that dude accidentally break Biggie's neck and like Clump said he probably feels worse about it than anybody in the world. And we watched him accidentally break his shins. Yeah. We watched him when blow it, out his I, knees. Yeah. It was, I forgot who it was. It flew over the top rope and he catches them and his legs just give out. Yeah. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, I didn't think it was in the best taste to do it with him. Like, I don't mind an injury angle. And I thought the Braun Breaker and Von Wagner thing was pretty cool how it all kind of played out. Um, but yeah, there's a certain point where it's all like, and to be honest, I think part of it is the mark of AEW. They have a lot of fucking injuries that they just work through in a weird, gross way that when we see an injury angle, we're just like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. You know I mean, it's almost exactly. like the opposite. We're almost like, we're almost like too sensitive to it at this point. We're not like desensitized by seeing it so much. We're right. getting too sensitive to it. Cause we're like, guys, we, we see this and we hate it. Right. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I wouldn't be shocked to find out some people stopped watching AEW because of the amount of injuries they saw on, on live TV. I, yeah. Because every time I tuned in, it was it was another injury that they showed they didn't care about. It's like, okay, well, if you don't care about them, I'm not going to either, so I'm not going to watch. I don't like yeah. watching car crashes because I always think someone's really fucking hurt. You know? Yeah. There's a big difference yeah. there. So yeah. I, it should you should never question is this guy okay? Yeah, not on that level. Not on the level that they've pushed it to. Because now they're like, is this guy medically okay? Versus, oh, he's out. Will he fight back? You know, it's way different. Yeah, like when <laughs> when Shane jumped jumped off the hell in a cell and landed on the table with the crash pads, right? Like mm-hmm. you have to go, fuck, is Shane okay? 
And then they made sure to show you like, oh, Shane is okay. Fuck. He's probably can't walk very well tomorrow, but he is yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about it with Steve Austin, right? With the, the neck and stuff like that. So it's just, it's just odd. It's just odd when they leave you wondering, is this real or not? Because I want to know if he's okay. Yeah. You know? Um, producer lady saw Corey Jade for the first time since she's been gone uh, just this afternoon on the thing. And she just goes, so she's, why does everyone sound the same? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't know. And she saw like, uh, yeah, she just kind of, she actually said the line you said to me. She goes, she used to be Avril Lavigne and now she's just everybody else. Yeah. And I was all like, yeah, that's what we talked about. But It's a bummer, too, because she's even like doing her makeup to plasticize her face more like a Barbie doll than mm -hmm. show her, you know, natural, you know, lighter complexion that helps her stand out from everyone who's super tan. It's one of the appeals of yeah. Paige, right? When Paige mm -hmm. was au natural plus, you know, less tan than the rest. It's like, well, you stand out like a motherfucker. And hey, here's you wrestling awesome. And now it's yeah. like, oh, well, you look like everyone else, and you also now don't move like everyone else. Yeah, it's really weird, man. Really weird. A lot of Cora's presentation right now feels like um, almost like a bootleg Mandy Rose. She doesn't come off as yeah. authentic, though. And Mandy came off as authentic. Mandy came off like someone with a chip on their shoulder. Cora is coming off like someone who is trying to take Mandy Rose's place. Oh, speaking of Mandy Rose, what do you think about uh, Lacey Evans turning into a nasty? What do you mean? She's got one of those websites that Mandy does. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. super all the time now. But she's a strong and independent woman. Yeah. She cut this. She's had like several interviews now where she talks about basically how. Not like fuck WWE, but also like who fuck it WWE. It's like you're right. able to do a lot of what you do because you're. You were very smart and put in a position by them to be successful. You know what I mean? Like, and you failed. Oh, yeah. But financially <laughs> speaking, you were very smart with your finances. You failed at the TV part. But, like, for her to just seemingly have like no gratitude towards how many chances they gave her and how many yeah. times they tried, whether they tried shittily or not, they did. She was front and center a lot. When a lot of it said she wasn't ready. Uh, just kind of crazy, but yeah, she's uh she's doing the nudie thing now, so you can check that out. It, it's funny because the clip I saw today was about about that. Like, you know, why was I walking a red carpet and all these people looking at me and insecurities and all this shit? And yet, the last screenshot I saw of her was damn near trying to deep throat a Red Bull can. It's like, well, you know, you're also showing me you're not wearing panties right now, and trying to glam yourself like she's so talking about putting on tons of makeup and all this shit okay you're going no makeup on this little fansly site i doubt it yeah i doubt it's, it. it's it's such a hypocrite i hate people who talk that way like you don't have to put one down to raise another and that was the coolest yeah. thing about mandy rose every talk show she went on to they, yeah no well no you know it just it was a, a business thing that didn't make sense anymore i love those guys i love my girls i love all these people like you know, and I know that we could probably do business in the future, but right now this is the best move for me to make. Like that, yeah. 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 But you know, but yeah, I thought it was funny. I was like, Oh, you a nasty now, huh? Hmm. <laughs> 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 Who's the nasty now? So All right, funny. guys, let's let's do last call. Let's get Tell out of here. Let's close this. Let's close okay. up this shop. We'll keep a sloppy shop over here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> clump. 
You want to tell people where they can find you, i.e. dungeon? Uh, pretty much nowhere. Yep, see? In yep. the dungeon and in the shadows. That's where you can find Clump. <laughs> Fish. No place you want to find me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rather find you in a dungeon than the bathroom. <laughs> uh, you can find me at TW Takes Podcast on X slash Twitter and TW Takes Podcast.com for all audio platforms. And when I'm not doing this show, I might be doing mine. So we'll see what happens. See what happens. See how it goes, guys. I'm at Ref Marsh. We are at WOTR the show. We are wrestling on the rocks. We are the dive bar of the IWC. And you are our drinking buddies. And we'll be back tomorrow night for a brand new episode one. Guys, that's that's cool. Cheers. Producer Lady here. Thanks for tuning in. Continue to support and buy us a drink by putting the I in subscribe and reviewing our podcast. And cheers to Fans First Sports Network for keeping the dive bar lights on. I would never have a drink with wrestling on the rocks.